You're listening to the Empath Insights Podcast, and today I'm talking about what you can do when you are feeling things a bit too intensely. Stay tuned. I'm Rachel Hudson, and I help empaths just like you learn to thrive and embrace your natural gifts so that you can get your power back and discover the beautiful gift of being an empath. Hey, everybody. I am so happy to be back with you again this week. And in this episode, it's all about what to do when you're feeling all the things so intensely as an empath. And it's almost like empaths have this super nervous system. So by the end of this podcast, you're going to learn really what it means to have this super nervous system. And then I'm going to give you some real life activities that you can do every day if you want, or when you're feeling like you're at the mercy of your nervous system, all the feelings coming at you at once. Now for the best empath advice, and if you'd like to learn more about the tools that I like to use, like meditation and yoga, some really general life tools, life skills for empaths, I'd love for you to subscribe to my podcast here. Leave me a five-star review if you feel guided to do so. I'll have an episode ready for you every single Monday. Also, if you want to join a community of empaths just like you, I have a private Facebook group where I share up-to-date empath advice to help you navigate this sometimes tricky space. I'll have all that information in the show notes for you. So let's just jump right in. Now, empaths have an incredibly sensitive nervous system. And sometimes this causes us to react quickly and even very intensely to whatever's coming at us. Now, empaths don't have the same filters or buffers that non-empaths have. Let's take, for example, some sensory type things. Um... Let's take, for example, lighting, for instance. Think about how you feel in different lighting, like the difference between harsh lighting and sunlight, like the difference between fluorescent lighting, like in an office space, or twinkle lights, Christmas lights. It gives us a different feeling. This can be intense with any of the senses. This can happen with taste. If you're not really sensitive to lighting, you might be sensitive to taste. You might be sensitive to smells inside or outside. I live in the piney woods of East Texas and I love the smell of the pines, the pine trees outside when I go for my walk. I also I used to live in Hawaii and I really uh, connected to Hawaii with the sense of smell. Many of us can get overwhelmed with different sounds, different types of music, or we can have just an intense reaction to different sounds or music. Now let's talk about emotions. (laughs) I would say this one probably bubbles up to the very, very top for a lot of empaths. Now emotions can be very intense for us empaths. And sometimes we can feel completely overcome with emotion And it might not even be ours. 
We do have, sometimes we suffer from this emotional contagion. Maybe it's somebody else's emotion, but we pick up on that. I've talked about this in other podcast episodes, but you know, we pick up on other people's emotions very easily. And sometimes we don't even realize it's going on. Now, here's where I give you some really simple real life strategies and steps that you can take so you can feel better as an empath, especially when you're feeling these things a bit intensely. Okay, so the first thing you want to be aware of, and I know I've talked about this before, but notice that if violent movies or even a news program is just too painful for you to watch or listen to, that's this is including social media, not just whatever's on the big screen. It's also what's on your phone. Now, the best advice that I could give you is to really limit your exposure. Like if the television's on, on this news program, and it's on all day, and you're starting to feel these staticky emotions, pay attention to that. And at the end of the day, you don't have to know every single gory detail of what is going on out there. I think for anybody, it is just, it would be just too much. Now you might actually notice when other people just have the news on all of the time, how how maybe their emotions can kind of take over based on what they're being fed, or I like to call it programmed, (laughs) in the news cycle. Number two is I plan out my quiet time way in advance. And I really highly suggest this because I've noticed a huge difference when I do this. So I do this so that I don't look back at the end of the week when I'm completely overwhelmed and exhausted. And then I'm trying to like piece together, well, what just really happened? And I'm in such a fog that I can't figure it out. Now, when I plan in advance, the first thing I do is plan out my me time. My It's either my entertainment time or my alone time or my quiet time. And I notice a huge difference because when I used to just let life happen, okay, I was on the non-plan plan and I thought it was going to work for me and it never did. <laughs> but now I can actually kind of plan how I'm going to feel. I have fewer empath emergencies now, because I plan out my week and I do make sure I have my time during the day. And maybe I have a whole day where I don't even turn on my laptop. Number three, let's talk about some movement. I really love to walk. I love to get outside. I love my yoga practice. But I notice that when I don't do this, I feel stuck. I get overwhelmed very easily. And I was talking with a client the other day, and we were both talking about sometimes it's just really hard to get out and just go. We're like, okay, it's just a walk. Why is this so hard? Well, you know, I explained to her, like, here's what I have to do. Sometimes I trick myself and make a deal with myself just when I'm having those days where it's just like, I don't want to do anything. I'm like, look, get down to that stop sign and come back. Nine times out of 10, I'm going past the stop sign. It's only like four or five houses down from me. But it's just like, if I think about it being too difficult, 
I probably won't do it. So I like to say, you know what? It's a baby step. I'm going to go down to the stop sign. And then I'm like, oh, by the time I'm down there, it's great. Now my yoga practice does look different than it did 10 years ago, but I'm always getting the benefits of the yoga movements. I'm getting the benefits of getting outside and I'm getting to move that stuck energy out of the body. All right, number four is meditation. Yes, I'm sure you know by now I'm a meditation teacher, but I will tell you, I don't know what I would do, how I would live my life without my own meditation practice. I do all different types of meditation. Um, I'm not really into one specific type. I like all different types of meditation. And I think it would be good for you to explore different, a different variety of meditations. Okay, the next one is getting outside. Yeah, we kind of talked about this earlier with um, when I talked about movement. Well, this, yes, it goes back to walking and moving. And it also it helps you incorporate these other senses. Think about your sense of smell. Um, think about the, the breeze on your skin. You can actually turn this into a walking meditation, which I love to do. Just noticing something different when you get outside. It kind of gives your brain a bit of a break. I like to notice the smells in the morning versus what what the outdoors smell like in the evening, right before the sun sets. Right, the next one is right. Yes, get out your pen, get out a notebook or just a plain piece of paper. And, you know, I write a lot, like at least 15 minutes a day. A lot of times it goes over. So I have to use a timer, but minimum 15 minutes for me. And I get all of those crappy thoughts out on paper. And this gives me a way to see on paper to process what is really going on with my emotions. And this has been a really big game changer. It's really helped me shift as an empath. Now, because as empaths, you know that we feel really, really deeply kind of about everything. But sometimes we don't know what to do with all of these emotions that are coming at us at once. And we get to write everything down. Now, when we put this down on paper, it helps us understand and start to accept some of these strong feelings. And we can also start questioning like, you know, are these feelings coming from me or somebody else? It just helps us process everything. Now, Please don't discount the power of writing down your thoughts. You, if you don't want to hold on to it and like keep a journal, I've got a bazillion journals here in my office, but if you're the type of person that doesn't really feel comfortable having a journal lying around for whatever reason, you can complete this process by, I don't know, throwing that piece of paper in the fireplace and letting it go up in flames. That's actually very therapeutic for some of us. I've done that before. I've done that exercise. Also, you can shred it, tear it up whatever. But don't let that hold you back from writing down your thoughts. All right. And the last one, number seven, actually is seek out support. Seek out people and situations really that support your sensitivities. 
I personally meet with my coach once a week. And you know, sometimes it's for business things. But a lot of times it's just for basic life stuff, what's going on with my thoughts and some of my own emotions. This was really the one thing that helped me turn the corner as an empath. And really, it actually it was the thing that helped direct me on the path of helping other people, other empaths. Now, if you need support with your sensitivities, I highly recommend getting your own coach. Now, if you're ready to start thriving as an empath, if you're ready to start banishing those energy vampires, I'd love to invite you to work with me one-on-one. Just go to my website, rachelkhudson.com, and just go to the tab that says work with me and we can schedule a free consultation. Well, I hope you have a wonderful day and I hope you have a wonderful week. Be kind to yourself. Say nice things to yourself and be kind to others. And I'll see you next time. Bye.